happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gigillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts season two of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. On November 5th of 2021, fans of rapper Travis Scott poured into Houston's Energy Park for the third annual Astro World Festival. As Scott took to the stage, a massive crowd surged forward, crushing nine concertgoers to death and seriously injuring many others. The Astroworld Festival is far from the first crowded concert to turn fatal. Similar tragedies occurred, just for example, in 1979 at a concert by The Who and in 1991 at an ACDC show. These crowd disasters, sadly, are more frequent and deadlier at major pilgrimages and sporting events. But experts say they don't have to be. For the article this episode is based on, How Stuff Works spoke with Stephen Allen, a professional safety and security consultant and the founder of the UK crowd management agency, Crowd Safety. He likens crowd management at a concert to piloting a passenger jet. The passengers on any commercial airline trust that the company has safety regulations in place, autopilot capability, backup engines, flotation devices, and emergency landing gear. But in accordance with Murphy's Law, Anything that can go wrong eventually will. 
in a mass failure situation, Alan said, that's when you have a team on that flight deck. And for me, that's your show stop team. As the name suggests, the show stop team's job is to stop the show. When they give the signal, the house lights come up, filling the space with pure white light. The artist should then instruct the crowd that there has been an incident, not to panic, and to proceed to the exits. It's a strategy designed to let the often inebriated crowd know, unambiguously, that the party is over. The tricky part is knowing when, or whether, to send the show stop signal. One of the most important components of the job, according to Alan, is being able to spot a potentially dangerous situation when it arises. A part of that involves familiarity with different types of concert etiquette. Uh, knowing, for example, that you're more likely to encounter a mosh pit at a punk show than a Dolly Parton concert. Then there's recognizing that even in rowdy crowds, most mosh pits are relatively safe. Alan explained, they've got their own rules and they know what they're doing. What you're looking for is that sign of distress in their faces. When a crowd starts to move in a frenzy, things can quickly take a turn for the dangerous. The force of a rushing crowd can exceed a thousand pounds, that's 450 kilos, which is great enough to bend steel. Folks trapped in the middle of the crush can have the air forced from their lungs, or if they're knocked to the ground, can be trampled underfoot by the crowd. In the early 1990s, crowd safety researcher John J. Fruin developed an easy acronym for the four elements to monitor in a potential crowd disaster situation. It's called FIST. That stands for force, information upon which the crowd acts, space involved, and time, or the duration of the incident. Fruin wrote that if one of these elements seems off, say a person falls and doesn't get back up, the show should stop. As a result, the security team must be constantly scanning for people making involuntary movements or adopting uncomfortable body language. People climbing, or trying to, over the front stage barrier nonstop is another sure sign to stop the show. The biggest danger, according to Alan, is crowd collapse, when a group of people falls down and the people behind them continue to surge forward. He said, thankfully, it's a rare occurrence, the problem is, when it does happen, it can be catastrophic. Unfortunately, all of these occurred at Astroworld. So what went wrong? As the show went on, the dense, excited crowd grew increasingly panicked. Video footage shows one concertgoer climbing up the stage scaffolding and attempting to notify a camera operator that people are dying. However, Scott performed his entire set, the production team never stopped the show. From the time security declared a mass casualty event until the concert actually ended, a full 37 minutes elapsed. Astroworld's 56-page safety plan did not address a deadly crowd surge situation, an investigation by Houston Public Media subsequently revealed. The document outlined safety procedures for several different scenarios, from lost persons to bad weather to a mass shooting event, but the potential for crowd crush stood out as a noticeable omission. Crowd safety expert Paul Wertheimer, who reviewed the document after the fact, told Houston Public Media, that's all you need to know about the plan. It didn't even address the crowd. Live Nation, the concert's promoter, indicated in a recent statement that it had released all surveillance footage to the Houston police and fire departments, who are currently investigating the incident. The company faces multiple lawsuits in the wake of the disaster, and Scott himself is being sued as well.
Scott also canceled his headlining appearance at the Las Vegas Festival Grounds on November 13th. In the end, according to Allen, the real tragedy is that this catastrophe could have been avoided with proper preparation. He said, I love live music. I love live events. That's why I got involved. Concerts can be managed safely. They can be run safely. It's about everyone accepting and understanding, you know, that this can actually happen. Today's episode is based on the article, Why Astroworld Was a Recipe for Deadly Crowd Crush on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Joanna Thompson. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit TomboyX.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.